Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast. If we haven't met or you're unfamiliar with this podcast, hi, I'm Amy Lynch and I've been bringing my kids into business settings since becoming a parent in 2016 and becoming an accidental activist along the way. This podcast contains a mixture of solo and interview guests mini episodes focused on all things parenthood, business, flexible, and remote work with kids. Season 4 is rolling out and has been sponsored by the Startup Community Empowerment Fund, which is presented by Startup Canada, MasterCard, UPS, and BDC. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review online. It helps other parents find the podcast. Christine Michelle Carter is a mother of two kids, a Forbes contributor, and founder of Minority Women Marketing, who has been called the mother of LinkedIn by the New York Post. She is an advisory board member of Mom Congress, published author, regular guest speaker, and contributor to Forbes Women, Time, Entrepreneur, Huff Post, Health, and Parents Publications. This is the first of three mini episodes of our conversation, which took place over the summer. In this interview, we talk about how her career continues continued to thrive during the past few years while she was at home with her children alongside her. Let's get into it. Thanks so much for agreeing to speak with me. I was so excited when you said you would do an interview. I feel like I've been following you. I don't even know how many years. I feel like I know your voice, even though I don't think I really heard your voice. I was just reading a lot of your <laughs> writing and I, I have your book. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I briefly skimmed it, haven't had a chance to really read yeah. it. And I really wanted to, every time I speak with someone or I'm connected with someone and I know they're an author, I try to buy their work because I want to have a bookshelf full of authors that I know and, and support. As do I. I'm looking right at mine right now. I rain I being type A um did it by rainbow. Oh <laughs> but I have a, a bookshelf of authors as well of friends and of women I consider friends who were kind enough to let me know that they wrote a book so I would support. Yeah it's a it's a nice feeling to yes. it, even when you can't be in the room together with your friends you can pick up their work and exactly. read their words. So today we are going to talk about parenthood, career, anything else you want to say the last few years have brought a f- quite a few changes for a lot of people and for some not a lot of changes if you maybe were already working around your kids as you openly have discussed a lot in your work and online but it really seemed to force people to become comfortable with showing up as they are as a parent and a professional and someone recently asked me about that and asked me for my advice on how to navigate that and my answer was just well I don't really navigate it I just do it. I don't, I stopped apologizing or making excuses for it years ago. And I feel like you're the kind of person that has come to the same conclusion and is trying to encourage others to do the same. But I'm just wondering, was there a catalyst for that? Or was it from the birth of your first child that you decided to be open about being a parent in a working environment? So I found that being a minority in the workplace, when I started my career, I was a young Black woman in a predominantly white male tech startup. And I was already comfortable with being unapologetic about who I am. And I find that anyone who is the minority in the workplace, being a woman in an all male industry or being a um, multicultural professional in a dominated white industry, you have to be unapologetic. So there was a little bit of that already rumbling inside of me. But once I became a mom, 
mom and I was working for this company. They were just completely unprepared for any type of paternal leave or any of the laws associated with it. I just became super unapologetic. I realized that after pumping in a bathroom stall, that that was not what I should have been doing. And to this day, I hear so many women saying, oh yeah, I did that. I had to do that too, which is just unexcusable because federal law says that we should have some type of adequate space, not a pumping next to a toilet for our child. But that's when I decided to just bring my authentic self to work as a parent, not just as a Black person, not just as a woman, not just as a millennial in a Gen Z and baby boomer dominated uh, industry. I really wanted to just bring all of myself, my whole self, uh, and unapologetically. Can you think of any times when you had pushback on that? I'm sure there are a few. (laughs) Did you care to share any of those uh, anecdotes? Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember prior to the pandemic, uh, about 2018, I was advocating for remote work. And I was told that there was no way that was going to happen. Business couldn't be conducted remotely. Everyone had to be in the office. There was no way that that was going to be something that the company would ever consider. And this was a, a big Fortune 500 company. And then the pandemic hit and we were all forced to either have flexible schedules or work remote, right? And I just remember wanting to do like, and I told you so, rain dance all over the courtyard because I did. I told you so. I told you that, you know, working parents could work remote and still thrive or still perform, that our children weren't going to be a distraction because they're not a distraction. They're an addition or a complement to our life. And that our work wouldn't suffer. And my work didn't suffer. And I got promoted in the middle of the pandemic. And then I left that company and got another opportunity. So I continued to thrive. And did I want to pull my hair out at home? Absolutely. And was I very sick of my children bursting in the door asking me what was for breakfast and lunch while I was working? Absolutely. But I didn't let that come across. And I still managed to bring my authentic self to work. So just the the misconceptions and the stereotypes and the excuses and the examples go on and on. But that is by far my favorite. (laughs) The fact that I was told you can't work remote just, you know, because you need a flexible schedule. And then we all had to do it. Has anyone ever said you're a futurist or a visionary? Or do you feel like you tap into your intuition a lot? I call myself chicken little, which is uh, for parents, you know, the chicken who felt like the sky was falling and everybody thought he was crazy. And then the sky fell and he was like, I knew it. I knew that I wasn't going crazy. I just happened to have the foresight. But that's what I would say. I would never say anything like a futurist or whatnot, but I do feel like chicken little sometimes. Mm-hmm. I knew that the res- I've written for Forbes Women for six years now. I wrote about the 2020 recession coming years before it did. I wrote about the break of working motherhood and how we were on the verge of a mental breakdown. And so many of us are struggling with our mental health right now. So I wouldn't say futurist, but I also believe history repeats itself and that the writing's on the wall. And if you are someone who takes the time to appreciate what has happened before you and the struggles that the working women had before us or the working parents had before us, you can see that history repeats itself. Yeah. It's like you're saying over and over all the time, support the mother, support the mother, support the mother. And it's, you know, you need to support both parents, but really in those early days postpartum, I don't feel there's ever been adequate mental health support for 
for people. So I just feel like there are so many things that need to change. And it's been the same thing people are asking for over and over, but in often different ways. But it's really just centering the mother and her children. Everything is focused on the children sometimes, as opposed to the individual that is has gone through a big, I guess they call it matricense, like a total change yes. of their being. Big thanks to Christine Michelle for taking part of her day to speak with me about her parenthood journey and advocating for flexible work. Stay tuned for the next two episodes where we'll talk about negotiating during your career, her role models, and encouraging women to participate in politics. Check out her work at christinemichellecarter.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. Connect with me, Amy, online and access your parent-friendly entrepreneurship flexible and remote work resources at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening.